um, people, welcome back to the Stephen Sully study. Um, this episode was meant to be done before the last one that you just listened to, so I think that's going to be number uh, number seven. So this is the other way around. But anyway, um, I didn't record it properly, so um, I have to do it again. So what this is about is being optimistic versus being pessimistic. Now, I know many people would say that it's quite obvious to be more positive than negative. However, some of us, including me every so often, can fall into the trap of looking at things very pessimistically and looking at the bad side of every scenario. Thankfully, I feel most of the time, pretty much all the time, I'm a very, very upbeat, positive person. I don't know whether it's something I was born with. I don't know whether I've been conditioned. I don't know whether it's something I taught myself. It's a certain skill. All I just know in my core of who I am, I'm a very up, uh, optimistic, very upbeat person. And I can tell you this right now, very, very difficult in life to get ahead, no matter what you're doing, whether you're trying to uh, start a new family, uh, mold your, your children to, to the best possible version of them, run a business, have an investment portfolio, start relationships with new business people <clears throat> or whoever it may be. Very, very difficult for uh, anything to flourish when you've got negativity going on inside your mind and inside your body and also your soul. So I'll give you one example, okay? For me, when I look at a certain scenario, there's three ways you can look at a, a, certain, a certain thing happening to you or, um, yeah, a, a certain scenario. You can look at it, number one, worse than it is. You can look at it, secondly as it is, and the third way of looking at it is slightly better than what it is. So let me just talk about these and break these down so you can digest what I'm saying. If you received a tax bill, if you're getting into business for the first time or you're growing your business or investment portfolio, as you well know, paying taxes is an absolute given, an absolute must, it's law. And if you're self-employed, you're going to need to submit um, annual tax returns for businesses, your personal one, there could be capital growth taxes you need to pay. So basically, long story short, you need to get familiar with tax systems and uh, everything else. And let's just say you uh, received a tax bill almost at the blue and it was for a larger sum and you miscalculated it. Again, going back to the three things, there's three ways to look at it. You could look at it worse than it is. You could look at it as it is or better than it is. And I would imagine most people, if they were to receive a tax bill, let's say out the blue, let's say they miscalculated it completely, they may say things to themselves and the language they will use is, my life is over, I am f***ed, I'm in a hole, I don't know how to get out of this, there's no way I can pay this bill, etc, etc. And the the major problem with that is, um, it's very, it's a very, uh, it's something that, if, if you've got that kind of mindset, it will make your problem 10 times worse. It doesn't put you in a state of empowerment. It state, puts you in a state of fearfulness, anxiety, depression sometimes. And this is a, a, a kind of situation that a lot of people fall into on a regular basis, no matter what they're going through. Um, you could look at the tax bill as it is as a number, or for me, I like to look at it slightly better 
than um, than what the situ- situation is. So I'll give an example. For me, if I miscalculated something, which will happen every so often, I'm only human, you're human, everybody's human, so every so often we will make these mistakes. This, for me, is a chance for me to just step up. In life, you either step up or you step out. You either bounce or you break. It's as simple as that. And um, I would take it upon myself to think, right, now this has happened to me, I've got a choice to step up and I can make myself the best version of me. That means I can work a little bit harder. I can put a little bit more hours in. I can refine my business model. I can make sure I'm appointing the best experts and the best people to leverage and utilize their skills and also their experience. And to make sure that I'm going to make even more money so I can not only cover that tax bill, but I'm also going to have a bit more money left over. And in the process, I'm going to become sharper. I'm going to become wiser and I'm going to become stronger um, during the next few weeks, next few months, next few years, whatever, it, however long it takes you. Okay. Another sort of uh, slight story to get your, uh, your your head around what I'm saying is if you were to bet on, on, uh, on one or one of these two people, okay, and this is just a made up, story I'm going to give you, but um, I want you to go on your gut. <clears throat> Two people were to jump out an aeroplane and they were falling from 20, I don't know, 12,000, 15,000 feet, whatever it may be. Kind of like a skydive, but the difference is they, they had no uh, parachute. They were both basically exactly the same people. Let's say they were twins. They had, there's no other different scenario involved. They basically both jump out of a plane. Okay. One of them was falling, and as they were falling, they were saying things to themselves, I'm going to die, we're going to hit the floor, we're going to perish, we're going to be splattered everywhere, there's no way in hell, there's no way on, on, on God's earth that I'm going to survive this, we are going to be killed. And the other person was saying, no, hang on a minute, I feel that there's going to be a chance. If we think about this, there might be a chance of us somehow, I don't know how, but somehow surviving this. Even if we get hurt, we can survive this. Now, if I were to say to you right now, you had to bet on one of these two people, which one is more likely to survive and you had to put a million pound on it or some kind of financial commitment, you had to do it, which one would it be? It'd be the latter, right? Why? Because your gut is telling you, well, if any of them's got a chance, it's the person's got the right attitude. And it comes back down to my very point. This is the core, um, let's say, lesson or the thing I'm trying to get across. In life, you're going to go through tough times. You're going to make mistakes. Climates are going to change. Let's say uh, financial markets will change. Government's policies will change. Taxes will change. Uh, your health may go up as well as down. There's going to be all kinds of things going to happen which are slightly out of your control. So you have one or two, what one of three things um, uh, to 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 let's say your 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 mind your mind has like three options basically. You can either see it worse than it is, and that's going to put you in a uh, in a situation where you're out of empowerment. You're going to feel completely out of control you're going to probably start using words which are going to make things a lot more worse for you. You're going to have bad talk, you're going to have bad energy and therefore you're just going to attract more bad things into your life. You can see the situation as it is or you can see it slightly better than it is and you can use better words, put yourself in a better state of mind and more importantly, attract the right things into your into your life, into your circle 
and to overcome these problems or challenges, should I say, sooner rather than later. Um, I'm saying when you're looking at things uh, slightly better than they are, I'm going to say that with a bit of caution. I'll tell you why. You want to still remain, um, your feet need to stay firmly on the floor. And what I mean by that is you can't just change the complete reality of it. So if something is blue, for example, just because you're looking at, at it in a slightly more optimistic way, you can't just suddenly change that colour from blue into red. You know, it's never going to happen. It's like the tax bill scenario. If a tax bill is there, you can't say, oh, no, it's not there and bury your head under the sand and pretend it's not there and you're going to think it's going to go away. You need to realise that the reality of it, it is there. So now this is a chance for you to look at it slightly better and find how you can take control of the scenario rather than the, rather than the scenario taking control of you. Going back to life, if you're starting a family, business, investment portfolio, um, you're training for the first ever time, you're going to come across some challenges or hurdles. Um, I've done it before in boxing where I've uh, I've uh, pulled something, maybe in my arm, maybe in my back, and it's put me out of sparring. And I get really, really angry about that sometimes because it's something I really love. I love sparring so much. I think it's one of the best things for me. It clears my mind. It you know I get a lot of indoor things. I get a lot of fulfillment out of it. And when I can't spar, when I can't even do a bit of boxing, it does frustrate me. But then I look on the other side. I think, well, what can I do now? I can make my legs stronger, for example. I go into the weight room and I'm doing a lot of lot of uh, legs, which is going to benefit me later on. So because I've lost out in one sort of department in fitness, it means I can gain in another. And I just find different ways to transfer my enthusiasm or transfer my mindset in order to get the very, very best at the situation. Never allow a situation to take control of you. Take control of the situation. Own the situation. That's what you need to do in life. Personally, I'm not a, a uh, some sort of guru, guru, but I've read a few books. I've got a very, very good peer group around me. I've got a lot of successful people around me. I've got a lot of very, very good friends around me. And one thing I know about them, the common trait that they all have is, yeah, they feel anxiety. They will feel slight depression every so often. They will feel feel a bit of fear. But rather than let that fear, anxiety, anger take over their life, they look to channel it and they pull it into the right things. Channeling um, your aggression and your uh, fearfulness uh, into the right things, you can overcome so many challenges very, very, very quickly. And the last point I want to leave on is when you look at things slightly better than they are, what it does do is it accelerates the time that you're going to um, overcome that challenge. When you look at things worse than they are, it actually sets you sets you back. So something that you can overcome within a few hours, a few days, a few weeks, a few months will actually increase the time, the pain, um, the recovery time by, you know, certainly much longer. It could be, it could add another day to it, could have another week, another month, and you want to get out of that situation. Of course, if we can avoid these situations in the first place, that is best. There's no point in going through pain just for the sake of it. However, when you are going through these challenges, you learn a, you learn a hell of a lot. You learn so much more than what you would if you were going through your glory days, so to speak. So um, when a challenge comes to you or a, problem um reframe it reframe it into a challenge because you've got control then 
And then at that point, embrace it. Literally weather the storm, embrace it and find how you can become the very, very best version of you during this process. And then, then you can accelerate your time. So this podcast is on positivity versus negativity, optimism versus pessimism and how you can find the very best solutions, the very best version of you during this uh, turbulent time. Um, guys, I hope you're getting um, some value out of this. I don't charge any money. I've never asked for any money for anything like this before, and I'm not planning to. I want to give free content out there. I hope, again, it gives you empowerment. I hope it gives you some, some kind of lessons. I would definitely urge you to um, listen to other podcasts out there as well. Good friend and a mentor of mine, a guy called Rob Moore. The Disruptive Entrepreneur is fantastic. There's other people like Andy Frisella, who I absolutely love, the MF CEO. That's also very, very good as well. I'm just trying to pass on some uh, some of the things that I've listened to and, uh, you know, a little bit of wisdom here and there. If you got some value out of it, please recommend me and also follow me on Instagram. It's Sully, S-U-L-L-E-Y, dot Stephen, Sully dot Stephen, that's right. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're into fitness, wellness, if you're into property uh, sales, if you're into reading books, educating yourself, listening to podcasts, anything like that, hit me up, send me a direct message. I'd love to hear from you. Apart from that, be happy, but never content. Thank you, guys. <laughs>